I have straight up heard K-pop stands say that you can't have two ults and it's supposed to just be one. That's just a wrecker. I know, me too. But shut up and listen to me talk about my second ult. Hi, and welcome to the Luna Pod, where we talk all things K-pop. I'm Brooke. And I'm Raquel, and today we're going to be talking about what we like to consider a borderline ult. Now, you'll have a bias, or you can be OT for a group, and those can change sometimes, but your ult is someone special. They're like the one above everyone else. But recently, like the past few months, both of us, kind of at the same time, have been having this ult crisis. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) Where we were scared we were going to like dethrone our ult with these other two people we're about to speak of. Which, if you haven't heard them yet, we just did our episodes talking all about our ult biases and looking back, shame on us. But even though those are our ult biases, I can't deny that these idols that we're about to talk about are honestly another ult. So we were going back and forth about this crisis, honestly, and we have coined the term borderline ult. So what we mean by borderline ult, it's an idol that you love so deeply that they push the boundary, aka the borderline, between being a regular bias and your ult. So technically, I think when you get down to it, you could just call these idols a second ult, but we're sticking true to the uh, traditional K-pop stand fashion and keeping it a borderline ult and keeping our ult ult separate. So I will start off talking about my borderline ult. It is Park Sanghwa from ATs. I love this man more than I can express and I'm so excited to be talking about him. He was born in 1998, which at the time of recording, that means he is 25 years old and he is in ATs. He is a lead dancer, vocalist, sub rapper, and visual. So basically everything. And I love him for that. We love an all rounder. 100%. He's got a couple different nicknames. One of my favorites and that you hear all the time is Hua, just like a shortening of his name. He also goes by the name Mars, which funny enough, before ATs decided to not go by stage names at all, they had like stage names picked out and he was going to go by Mars, which is cute. cute. Yeah. And Mars comes from his name spelled backwards. So instead of Songhua, it's Hua Song, which is literally the Korean translation for Mars. Also, he's got like another nickname that's Torch, which if you take the literal translation of his name Songhua, it means Torch. But then if you break up his name, and like have the different meanings of like song and hua, mm-hmm. it means to be a star, which I find very endearing because his fans are called shine stars, which I feel like has a little bit of deeper root than you'd originally think. So first off, ATs has a song called Star 1117. This is a song that they wrote for ATNE or their fans, and it is very endearing. And Songhua stated multiple times that it's one of his favorite songs, but more so than that, he commonly associates his fans to being actual stars and he considers himself to be the universe. There was this one interview that he was talking to an 18e's mom. It was so adorable, first of all, but he was talking about how he does this relation of him being this universe and all of his fans are these stars because even though it can be dark out there in the universe, even like the smallest shine of a star creates this big universe together that he's like surrounding and he'll help you shine brighter. So it's just very endearing. It's it's really sweet metaphor. It is, it's really cute. And he's definitely like coined the term. He talks about it all the time and it's really cute. 
For example, he'll use it in a lot of different things, like talking about how you can shine brighter than whatever your troubles are or stuff like that. So there are many reasons why I deeply love Songhua, but let's start off with visuals because first of all, that man is absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm kind of along with his nicknames, he is commonly compared to or called Angry Bird. This is mostly by his <laughs> members, like in ATs, and specifically by Yosung for pointing out that his eyebrows were very pretty and like bigger, I guess, like anyway. And his like facial structure sometimes resembles Angry Bird. It's hilarious. He gets Angry Bird plushies all the time and I can't quite tell if he loves it or hates it. <laughs> is he over it? <laughs> yeah, I can't quite tell. But he is also commonly compared to Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon and I I love that comparison. It is so cute. There's like little videos of him like dancing like Toothless behind Hongjung mm -hmm. in a live stream and it is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. But he is compared to Toothless because of the facial expressions that he pulls and also having very big eyes like Toothless does. But despite these silly things, like I said before, he's the most stunning human being I have ever seen in my life. You've probably heard me say this in previous episodes, but I was immediately drawn to this man. Mm -hmm. And like, I know taste can vary between pe person and person, mm -hmm. but you show a picture of Song to anyone and you cannot deny that, that man they, is stunning. Yeah, they at least acknowledge the fact that he is very attractive. Exactly. There was this one time I was at home and I was visiting my family and he had posted a picture mm -hmm. on Twitter and I was like, how convenient. So I like immediately turned <laughs> to my dad and I was like, dad, look how handsome he is. And my dad was like, yeah, yeah, he's handsome, but what does it look like without makeup? And I was like, ooh, no, we're not playing this game. We're not, we're <laughs> not doing this whole like boy in makeup thing. If you haven't heard our Idol Duality episode, you can hear our rants all about about that there but I like immediately pulled up pictures without makeup and he was mm -hmm. like oh yeah he's a good-looking dude and I'm like yes yes he is thank you <laughs> <laughs> Now, along with his visuals, I absolutely adore Songho's entire personality. He's been described as just very much himself. Like, he's just as you see him. He doesn't really have a front that he puts up. He's just very open. And I genuinely think he is uh, one of the kindest and most beautiful hearts in a person like I've ever seen. You see seen. that so clearly when you see them like live or you're watching even just like a live stream itself. Like, you can see it through the camera. Exactly. Like, it just feels genuine. And I feel like part of the reason why it feels so genuine is he's just so open about his emotions and he's very sentimental, he's very endearing. And there's been a lot of times where he's gotten praise from ATE or he's heard a story from them and he just starts crying. I, I wouldn't say that he's like a crier, but he kind of is. Love him for that. It's good for him to be like <laughs> sentimental like that. Exactly, exactly. I think it's so funny. He's also said before that he cries anytime he even thinks about a wedding, which is <laughs> so cute. With my dad. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> And also going along with just how sweet and kind of a person he is. When he was in high school, he used to go out and to the food trucks and buy blood sausages, which I don't know how I feel about a blood sausage, but he would like sit out at these food carts with like grandmas and just chill with them and talk with them and eat their little That's sausage. So like it's adorable. <laughs> Song was also known as the person that the members go to when they need comfort, which I'll expand more in a little bit because I feel like his relationship with the members of ATs is a great example mm -hmm. of who he is as a person in general. But another thing that really stands out to me of why I love Songwa so much is the fact that he has overcome so much and is so inspiring to me, specifically with his image. 
and his like self-love. He went through a time where he was very insecure about his looks and did not have a lot of self-confidence. And that's mm-hmm. something that I have struggled with a lot in my life as well. And you know, I'm still working on it yeah. as well. But he has just such an inspiring story of finding his confidence and becoming comfortable with who he is. And it's just incredible to see. And it makes me feel seen so much so that when I was in an art class for school just recently, I had to do a portrait drawing of someone. And I was like, Sangwa, here we go. Perfect (laughs) opportunity to draw one of my favorite idols. And we had to incorporate some sort of big object with them. And it just hit me that like this inspiring self-confidence image is what I wanted to do there. So I did a drawing of him with a big butterfly behind him because it's like opening up your cocoon Mm -hmm. and being free and enjoying who you are. So that is now framed in my room and I really, really love it. It just reminds me how much I adore him and look up to him every time I see it. Kind of along this same line, he's said before that he refuses to ignore his past hardships, like all the things that he's been through because he doesn't want his past self to feel lonely. I could cry. That is so (laughs) sweet. He also has like the biggest mom energy and very like protective kind of going in with his members as well. In some of the Wanties episodes, I know we've talked about this before in previous episodes, but he is just one to immediately stand in front of the members and protect them whenever something scary jumps out or whenever they need some sort of protection. But this whole like mom energy is kind of a thing with Songhua. You'll hear that if you're getting to know him and ATs. This whole idea of mom energy goes all the way back to their pre-debut where Songhua and Hongjoon had a tarot reading about their compatibility. And the tarot reader was like, you guys are like husband and wife. Like you guys <laughs> give that energy in your group. And so from basically from that point on, all of AT is considered them mom and dad. Yeah. And it's very fitting. Like they both definitely take care of the rest of the group. Songhua is the oldest and then Hongjung is the leader. So it definitely fits them. And the fact that ATs goes to them for a lot of emotional support. But recently they've said that they've kind of like grown out of that whole role of like mom and dad. But I just thought it was interesting. I just wanted to touch on it a second that like sometimes these roles that are created way back then can stick with an idol forever. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's, it's like anything, like once it's on the internet, it never leaves. And so like anytime there's like a new cycle of fans getting into them, that kind of thing, like in that, I guess, role is kind of resurfaced again. You can't escape it. It's just, yeah. And so I'm like, no, it may not be your roles anymore, but that was planted and cemented from day one. (laughs) Now this mom energy also kind of spills into what I like to call his gender envy vibes. And that is just more of his feminine side that he shows that I really, really admire and I love, especially from the deja vu era, which is my favorite Mm. era, the era that I discovered him in. It's absolutely stunning. And he's always just kind of been, even though he had like that struggle with his self-confidence and he's like always been open to being himself. Like even when he was a kid, he loved trying on makeup and he loved trying on girls' clothes and like wearing them. And he just loves that now he can wear that stuff. And he's like, don't let clothes define you. I've been wanting to wear this my whole life and now I can. And I'm going to tell you that it's okay too. Well, he looks amazing. And I feel like with K-pop, like it just allows you to really expand your style and like how you want to express yourself, which is cool. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with like fourth gen in general, I feel like it's way bigger now as well. Kind of with that whole like feminine masculine vibe, his duality is something that I absolutely adore. And I think the biggest example of his duality is his persona on and off stage. As we've talked a little bit, he is the sweetest person I have ever encountered in my life off stage. And then on stage, 
he's very scary. (laughs) Very intimidating. Yes, exactly. He's known as like a very strong performer. I saw this TikTok comment one time. They were like, quote, I'm a Songhua bias. And then the response was, you're a strong soul. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? Accurate. Because as a performer in general, like his facial expressions are so incredibly strong. He has this tendency to get really into character on stage too, which is really cool to see. And you can also see it in his dancing, which I recently discovered that I really appreciate idols who are strong dancers. And honestly, when we went to the ATs concert, I was just an absolute state of shock, like his performance on stage. And then when he would get out of that performance mode and be so cute, and then he was just absolutely stunning. I feel like that was a fever dream. <laughs> I cannot believe that we went to that concert. Anyway, he's a bit scary on stage, but as said earlier, he's very soft boy. He can like sing really intensely sometimes too, but I feel like with his vocals, it's usually more of that softer side of him. And I feel like he's an extremely underrated vocalist. They just recently did this karaoke video and a clip was released of him doing the karaoke thing. I swear I listened to that thing on repeat (laughs) for a good hour or two because I was just shocked. I like, I don't want to say I forgot how diverse his vocals were, but it just reminded me how incredible of a vocalist he is too. So no more sleeping on Songhua's vocals. Honestly, overall, Songhua is just absolute husband material for me personally. And we will get way more into this when we do our delusionally dating idols because I feel like our borderline ults fall very much into this cat, like this delusional dating episode anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but Songhua is extremely boyfriend coded and I don't know how to explain this really, but it's just the fact that he's everything you would want in a boyfriend. Like he loves playing Animal Crossing and he's just so like tender with everything that he does. He's really big into cleaning. Again, kind of that role that stuck with him from the mm-hmm. beginning, but it's also just who he is. He loves to clean and organize. And he has the best boyfriend photos I've ever seen in my life. I'm pretty sure I've had the same lock screen for a good couple of months now. And it's the picture of Songhua standing, I think it's New York, but it's mm-hmm. he's holding five guys and he's got a mask on and it's <laughs> the most simple like photo, but it is just so boyfriend coded. I absolutely love it. Songhua and I are also extremely kindred in like spirit and personality. One of the things that I was absolutely shocked when I found out was that he was super into ASMR. I have loved ASMR for years and to find out that an idol is so openly loving that as well, I was like, okay, sir, you're already a favorite of mine. That just dug me in deeper. He also really, really loves Star Wars. We both really love Star Wars yeah. as well, but that's a, that was a huge part of my life. Super random, but he also loves really sugary coffee relate. He also loves Disney and he loves watching cartoons, which I absolutely love cartoons and like animation and stuff like that. He said before that he couldn't watch them a lot as a child. So he watches them now as an adult. And again, I just love that because it's like something that could be seen as niche or like childish, but he's like fully accepting it. And it makes me feel better about it because I'm like, there's no reason to be ashamed for watching cartoons. <laughs> They're amazing. Something that is also extremely kindred about Songho and I is that we both love Taemin and Kai. We also have a very similar outlook on life, just usually pretty positive people and cares about those in their life, including like his family and like we said before, his members of ATs. And he just goes all out for ATs, going out of his way to make sure that they're being complimented all the time and that he's boosting their spirits, I guess you could say. And he is like considered ATs his driving force. There was like a point in time when he was training and then like getting into the debut stage where he just felt extremely lonely to the point where he didn't even want to look at himself in the dancing mirror because he just like didn't 
want to see himself and like it was just a really rough spot for him but the second that he was like put together with ATs that burden was lifted off and he felt like he could rely on people instead of compete against people and so his relationship with them is so endearing and I absolutely love it. Something about his personality that I absolutely love and I feel very similarly as well is that he doesn't force himself to feel happy. He lets the sadness come when it needs to and just like lets his emotions be as they are. And that's something that I'm very passionate about for the past couple of years because I realized that as well. So again, it's just so cool to hear an idol having the same like thought process that you do. Also, Songho is just absolutely hilarious. I think he's a meme king. There is so many videos out there of him doing the silliest things like his juking through the parking lot and like, yeah, I'm like, that's definitely away. one of the most popular ones. Or his like tiny sunglasses that he turns to the camera with. It's just so <laughs> funny. So I'm like, yes, we're all sentimental and sweet and stuff. But he also just makes me laugh all the time. Some other random things that I'm going to call aesthetic things that I really love about Songhua, and I'm going to wrap this up with, is that he once said that if he were to be born again in another life, he would want to be in ATs again, which first of all, again, is so endearing to me. But I also, I don't necessarily know if I believe in reincarnation, but I love the idea of it. And so that's just very aesthetically nice to my soul. And there was one time where he was talking to ATNE and he had this quote and it's just sweet. So I'm going to read it. But he said, if I'm going too fast, don't worry. I will extend my hand and wait for you. And if I'm going too slow, don't worry. When you look back, I'll be there running to you with the happiest face in the world. I could that's sob. That's adorable. It's just so sweet. And like, he just has such a beautiful way with words because mm -hmm. there is very recently he was on Bubble, I believe is their messenger app. I could be I so, so wrong. But it, to the point where like, I might even get this tattooed because I love it so much, but he was responding to a comment and basically the end of it said, the love that you didn't feel then, I will give you endlessly now. And I just think it is so beautiful. And I'm like, really I would, yeah, I would tattoo that on me. So maybe we'll see what happens. <laughs> Overall, I just love Songho with all of my heart. And I honestly do consider him in my old bias line. He is the strongest borderline old I have ever encountered. Hi, Felix. Call me Brian. If you're enjoying this episode so far, go ahead and follow the podcast to make sure you never miss an upload in the future. And if you'd like to show some love, feel free to give us a rating as well. We'd really appreciate it. Now jumping right back into the episode, it is time to talk about my borderline ult, who is So Changbin from Stray Kids. Now he is 24 year old rapper and producer for Stray Kids. So he is a part of Three Racha, their producing team. And he is 100% A, in my opinion, the leading fourth gen rapper. And I love him for that. That's a fact. Like that's not even an opinion. I'm so sorry, but he is, he is the best. I, is that controversial to say, but like it, genuinely, I feel like every video we watch of like ranking rappers, mm -hmm. he's number one in everyone's videos and our videos if we yeah. were to make videos. The main nickname he has is Benny, which is so simple, but I love it so much. It's really it's, cute. It's very fitting for him as well. And then his fandom name is Solars, which is really cool that both of our like second ult, borderline ults have like astrological sounding. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, a little solar and a shine star. Wait, that's so, that's so cute. cute. And immediately going into reasons why I love him, of course, we're first going to talk about visuals. I can't even put into words that this man is just my type. My type literally revolves around this man. <laughs> That's true. Like, you're comp anyone else? It's like, how does he compare to Changbin? <laughs> Literally. And so basically just kind of like being like, having like a wider, like squishier face 
His nose scrunch is the cutest thing that has ever happened in the entire world. And he is very fit. Like he has a lot of muscle, but it's not super like defined in a lean way. He's just kind of like bigger built and thick, if we'll say. Right. It's like what you would call like true muscle, I guess. Yeah. But like, it, I don't know how to explain that. So I appreciate the thickness going on here and just his arms. Love his thighs. But yeah, there's definitely a pattern when it comes to my type. If you kind of line up my other people, like Jungwoo, who was on Boys Planet, <laughs> Chani from SF9, Dongan from Wei, and then like a few others, like DK from Icon, Hui from Pentagon, and Honey from Monster X. If you kind of like line them all up, there's a pattern here. There Something's is. going on. I remember the day that we discovered this and we were <laughs> like, well, no, I think you discovered it first and then you told me about it. And then yeah. we started looking at other people and we were like, oh my gosh, like they all look like Chani. Moving on from visuals and going right into his amazing personality, he's just so outgoing, enthusiastic, and excited about everything. I would say his personality is very different from mine, and maybe that's why it's so appealing to me. And he just always wants people to be very comfortable around him. And he's always said like he'll purposely like joke around with them or approach people first because he wants people to find comfort in him and just be able to like feel comfortable in this situation even if you're like new to each other, like always being that person to like approach first. But I would overall just say he is a very addictive person and just an amazing personality. That's a good overall. way to put it, to be it's completely so addictive. honest. It is. <laughs> No, like you see all those videos of him like that go viral of him just like messing around and being funny and it's like you want more like because you don't I feel mm. like I don't want to say it's unique to K-pop, but I don't feel like you see as many idols with his kind of enthusiasm. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I'm very biased. So right. does my opinion <laughs> truly matter? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, he always joking around and just being funny with the members, probably getting on their nerves a little bit. It, it's stray kids. They're used to this. <laughs> this is true. And like, he constantly, like we said, like goes viral with just stuff that he does. And like one of the biggest ones was the New Jeans OMG song. Of like, oh my, oh my God. Like he was that doing was that going everywhere. Ev he was doing it everywhere. So <laughs> it makes sense that it went viral. And he's just very sweet to his fans. Like there was one point where a fan asked like, where are your wings? Like basically like him being an angel. And he got very shy about it. He usually gets shy when you're like, complimenting him which like stop it accept the compliments but then after getting over his flusteredness he like said that stay is his wings which is so sweet it's really cute and then he immediately was like where are your wings and then he like points to himself like i'll be your wings you'll be mine oh so cute that is precious <laughs> just something so random is how humble he is coming from a wealthier family this was like kind of news to me whenever i was it like was just doing research about stuff is like just within the group he comes from a more wealthier family like people are always like oh my gosh he has a chandelier in his house like is chung been a prince like blah 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 about like just the way he was like raised and like there was a time where he like broke an egg for the first time and everyone was freaking out over it because like he had just never done like certain things like He's i don't know rich rich is <laughs> so, what we're saying yeah. and there were just times where he was talking they were talking about like playing a vacation he's like oh it doesn't matter like let's just go like blah, blah blah and other members are like we need to like budget we need to do this 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 he's like let's just go i want to have fun <laughs> and then i think the funniest one was when he was on show me the money this kid was like i will show you the money he steps out of the car in five thousand dollar prada and a two hundred dollar umbrella sir <laughs> i don't think i know the title was literally called show me the money but i'm pretty sure that's not what it was supposed to be about <laughs> but overall i just feel like he's humble within it other than that little moment but but, you know, 
that's very sweet. Because, you know, like, when you're living this very lavish life of an idol with all this money now, you right. it to your head. Exactly. Well, and I feel like the fact that we were shocked to learn that he came from a wealthy family is proof of that yeah, in general. Yeah, I think general. so, too. And other just, like, little endearing things about him. He was in the choir when he was younger, oh. and he learned to play violin when he was at a young age. Which is oh, my sweet. God, I relate. Except he probably plays it way better than I do. <laughs> so similar to you with Sungwa, I find him very husband, very boyfriend material. He's just a very soft and cuddly person, and... Just a straight up Egyo king. So yes. acting cute if you're not familiar with like what Egyo is. And there was just this moment when he was doing a vlog and he visited home and his mom just like immediately did like the cutest pose to the camera and like to him. I'm like, okay, so this is a thing in the family. Like it's, it was Adorable. really, really cute. And I just think he's the perfect amount of silly and cute and serious. And I feel like if you don't really know Stray Kids or him that well, you you either see one or the other. You either see like this very intense like rapper intimidating or you see like the cutesy side and you're like is there a balance here is he just like no he has insane duality here that is so accurate i've like never really thought about that before but like when i was first getting into stray kids i very much saw rapper chungbin and then you dive a little bit deep and you're like wait a second he's nothing like no (laughs) like that little kid on that video that was like shocked when chungbin started rapping Mm because he's like well your voice is a lot scarier than (laughs) your than your talking voice that's kind of how i felt discovering this other side of chungbin and he just kind of good at everything there's been so many clips of like on different like either variety shows or like vlogs of theirs like when they went bowling he was doing very well he can skip rocks could never do that a day in my life yeah and whenever they were ice skating like maybe he wasn't like amazing but i mean to me he was going pretty fast in my opinion and like faster than the others so i'm like okay like just very random it's very like confident yeah like very these are just like very cool like not hobbies that he might have but just Just, like like, skills like skills. skills yeah and something that's also cute he can't sleep without a stuffed animal that's really cute And overall, he just, like, doesn't like being alone, which I feel you can see with his personality. He is a very, like, people person. And so just, like, always wants to be around other people. And when he travels, he likes to share a room with, like, other members and whatnot. And kind of, like, flowing into this next segment with that of how much he loves his family. This is, like, such a big reason why I love him. Whenever he was younger, like, he just did not want to travel so that he could be with them. Really endearing. And I showed you this clip recently of the time where he was dancing with his mom on the ice. I could cry. It was, it really, was so really cute. cute. They were just on the ice, like dancing together and he's like leading her around and he like dragged her on the, not, that sounds horrible, not dragged her on the ice, but she was like squatting. Yeah, and like he was holding her, her hands. her ice skates. Yes, yeah. pulling her across the ice and like she attempted with him, but he was like too big. Like it was just really cute moment. Well, and, like, I just love that you could tell he was so in the moment. Like, in that yeah. moment, all that mattered was his mom and those ice skates. Like, it was just, ugh. <laughs> That's all. I don't have words. And the amount of love he gives to his dad, I'm obsessed with. So he ended up, like, writing a letter and a rap to his dad. And, like, some of the lines were, like, all those years dad had lived for the sake of his son. You sold your happiness for your son who doesn't deserve it. Basically just expressing his love and, like, gratitude for everything that his dad and, like, the rest of his family has done for him. And there were times where he like wished his dad happy birthday on M Countdown, included him in a thunderous intro and mentioned him being in the crowd. Like just kind of always being very, I guess aware is a weird word, but just very like aware and like, I don't know What's about that his word? family. Yeah, like making it known that they're there. Like I, I yeah. can't think of the word right now, but yeah. Just like always giving them recognition basically. And his relationship with his sister is something else that I really love. There's been so many times where she'll help them film vlogs, like whether it's just for him or even like one with Felix where they rode bikes. 
just them being like at the beach or on vacation. And she, love her for this, she gave us that classic boyfriend material Changbin video of him on the couch where he just like being adorable, poking his dimple and just like looking so cuddly, like barefaced, his like shaggy, curly mess of a hair. Like it was, it's so cute. So, She's our fan service thank queen. You. <laughs> and they just bicker so much. And I just love seeing sibling relationships with idols. Cause again, you don't really see as much like family interactions all the time. So when we get it, it's very appreciated. So there are just times where she's like, oh, you look ugly. He's like, really? You should have told me that earlier. Like just fussing at each <laughs> yeah. other. And then he was like picking on her and saying, like, how does it feel to go on a date with your cuter younger brother? And she like completely ignored him, turned the camera away from him. Like I'm done with this. <laughs> like it had probably been a long day. Like she's done with his stuff. But then immediately she'll compliment him and getting, he gets shy all over again. Just so, so sweet. And just asking her for like advice on things and just like help with like the little stuff. It's adorable. Murray briefly touched on this, but his confidence is something I admire him a lot for. He also has had a very long self-love journey. And especially whenever he was debuting, like pre-debut days, because he was just given such backlash on his visuals and literally even being told to his face, like, oh, no, 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 like, you're not a visual. And, like, one of the clips where the person, like, told him that, he like, his face just, like, dropped and you could, like, literally see it. Like, it was just so sad. And, like, I hate that there was just such a big time. Even still it happens, but especially back then that it was constantly brought up. And we know that his representative emojis like a pig and a bunny which is like dwakey together the most iconic emoji i know it, it is very fitting and there were a lot of times where even the members themselves would kind of just like pick on him for things like that or just like calling him dwakey instead of his name which i know they have a different relationship we don't know everything if something was an issue they'd obviously talk about it he'd bring it up so like i'm not that upset about it but just like as an outsider seeing it sometimes it's not taken that well even though i'm sure they have like an amazing relationship all together and like back then i feel like it was just weird because he was so thin back like when they debuted like two different people yes like if you look at early stray kids days like you would not really even recognize him because he was so thin yet for whatever reason he was like constantly told he was fat it literally just made no sense i don't know why I don't know why anyone has ever told that as an idol, but like him, it just didn't make any sense. And like now he thick. Yeah. He said, oh, okay, we're going to, we're going to turn this around. Then and I'm going to turn this built. around. I'm going to be the biggest built in this group, but he has an amazing relationship with dieting. And that is so, so, so not the norm in the K-pop community. Most of them have horrible strict diets even like the workouts that they're doing, it's just very invasive to them, not good for their bodies, et cetera, et cetera. But he is so against it, constantly like anti-dieting. If fans like even ask for like recommendations or like dieting tips and all this and like how to lose weight, he literally says like, no, he's like, you do not need to lose weight. Do not diet. He's like, you need to do blah, 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 but like for your health. He's like, you don't need to lose weight. If you want to go to the gym and have like workout tips, like these are ones that are good for your health, not losing weight. Like just so strict about that. And he's just a body positive king. And I love him so much because similar to you, like I just struggle so much with body image and to have an idol that's like constantly told these like negative things about himself, probably struggled so much himself. To be so confident in this way now is just incredible. And I'm so proud of him and happy for him. Yeah, I totally understand. Like I didn't go as 
deep into like Songho's whole confidence thing, but he has said very similar things about mm-hmm. dieting. Of he's like literally do it for your health. I love I love how similar. Yeah, we're finding we, some similarities. We are. We found this with our old biases, <laughs> and now they're borderline olds too. Like we're I'm seeing some similarities here. <laughs> the dots are connected. No wonder we work so well together. <laughs> And just a last little like tidbit on that with the Dwakey gym, like Stray Kids Code episodes. He was like running this whole gym with all these members and they went over like their true health, like all these like very strict like health things, not like wait, not all these like other things. Image. Yeah, yeah, image. And literally it listed all of them as like underweight except for him and Lino. Wow. So like that just shows like all these comments he's been getting like, y'all don't know what you're talking about. The standards are just so crazy for yeah, them. Yeah, true. It's, it blows my mind. Maybe we'll have to talk about that in another episode. Yeah. Yeah, overall, just so happy for his journey. And one of his biggest green flags is probably that he's a JYP anti. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's so true. I've never seen someone in a company so against their own company. Honestly. So anytime this man is brought up or he's like in a video with them, yada, yada, he's giving side eye. He's giving like annoyed, does not want to be there. Yeah. Like they'll be in an interview and he's like having fun, smiley the whole time. And then they're like, we love JYP. His face drops. He's like, no. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so funny. And it's honest, that itself, just basically an entire meme within Stayville. But he's just overall very protective of his members and just a very sensitive person when it comes to everyone else. So when they're on their survival show to form Stray Kids, he just really helped Lino when JYP like changed his elevator part around to Hyunjin's rap out of nowhere. So, like, he had, like, no prep for this. And he's like, okay, do this part. And he was very nervous. Like, he's not used to rapping, all this. And so, like, he just, like, held his hand. And, like, even as, like, he, like, kept reassuring him as his part was about to come up. And he even, like, lightly rapped along with him, like, super quietly to just kind of, like, be there and be supportive of him. Which I love to death. We need to watch that so badly. I know. There's, like, a lot of old survival shows that I would love to see like from groups that we now stand. Yeah. But I remember seeing clips from Stray Kids show specifically mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, we need to we need to watch that. A tearjerker. Yeah. <laughs> well more recently during their like pilot themed fan meet that they had they had like behind the scenes clips of filming the video portion and he was just telling Hyunjin like it's okay to make mistakes like go at your own pace like don't be shy you're a professional just like very he's a very reassuring person whenever like the other members are like down on themselves or just like nervous about things well it seems like Hyunjin like looks up to him a lot that's mm-hmm. really cute and he basically just always is listening to the members and he's very aware of their emotions and like even at this like slightest change the younger members even said like they make him feel at ease whereas the older members like said that they can heavily rely on him so he's a very like again just i know well, i'm biased right? but he's such a strong root for this group yeah just like Ugh. again well-rounded duality like just the best parts of all of that yes and like some of the things like different members had said like they wouldn't be able to stand being a trainee without him when things got rough you listened and gave me feedback and like i'm not afraid to do anything when you're with me like Aww. it is so cute but yeah he's definitely a mood lifter for the group and just helps out in any way possible so, like, whenever they're, like, eating, like, he's not their best cook, so he stays behind to make sure he cleans up and helps set up all those things. That's a husband flag right there. Right there, right Ooh. there, yes. 
Make sure we add that into our delusional learning. <laughs> Take a note. And then at one point, Felix couldn't perform because of an injury. And then he just kept, like, I don't know. I guess maybe instead of, like, focusing on the performance itself and, like, being so in that moment, he was, like, so focused on Felix as well and, like, constantly looking over to him on the sideline, making little faces and, like, just, like, mouthing stuff to him to, like, make Felix laugh and smile while he was so upset that he couldn't perform with the members. And I don't remember what clip this was from, but it was a moment with Sungmin. It was something very simple, like even just like trying food, like literally the most like minimal situation ever. But he was like, don't let other, like, cause he was asking if it was good. And he's like, don't let others like decide things for you. Try it for yourself. And I'm like, again, a very like silly situation to use this for, but I'm like, overall a good message. Yeah, no, it's true. Like just very like- Just like grounding and humble. Like even with, you know what? This just kind of hit me. With his whole like rich background thing, he learned not to care about those kind of things of like what people think. And I feel like that's what makes him such an amazing idol. He already lived that like fancy life like that, you know. So he's already ahead of the game Mm -hmm. almost, like his mentality. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that just hit me. (laughs) And when he was asked what Chan is to him, he said that he has things that he feels sorry about, like towards him, like complaining or whining, just like as a member in Bing Chan having to deal with that. And when he thinks about Bing Chan, just like who he is for the group, he like tears up because he just like respects him so much and like looks up to him. And forever ago, like early days, Bing Chan gave the members letters and he literally started sobbing. Like he was just over there like reading the letter and like crying, like whining then. And he, they're like, are you crying? Like, why are you crying? And then he literally, as he got up to run across the room and get a tissue, you could see a tear drop to the floor. Oh, so sad. And as I was doing research, I was just like curious what song like stays compare certain members to. And one that I really liked was like stay comparing him to I Am You. It just gives like so much leader potential. Like obviously Bang Chan's the leader. We love Bang Chan. Don't want a different leader. But I would say after him, it's such a good fit. Like he, as we have been saying, looks out for the members, notices moods and like details, like organized with a big heart, like very principle driven and It's just a song about being there for those you love and adjusting to hard situations. And I feel like that fits him very well. Yeah, agreed. Fully agreed. I thought you were going to say doodle, um, but but this was a good one as well. Fitting like his vibe. Yeah. (laughs) And just as a performer, I have loved seeing his growth so much, especially like how we were talking about with his confidence, because obviously you see that in personal life, but that has shown so much even on stage, especially this past year, I'd say even. Yeah, I feel like he's become way more like a focal point in Mm -hmm. Stray Kids very recently, yeah. And he's a very underrated vocalist. Now with him being such a, obviously like a main rapper in the group and being this- Yeah, like being this- top rapper in K-pop right now, take that as you will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like being this like lead rapper in fourth gen and beyond. I feel like people don't even like think about his vocals. And there are clips of him just like joking around and like singing off key or just like, just seeing songs that are not in his range at all. But there are moments where he's literally just like singing and it sounds so good. And we saw that with like some of the karaoke clips as well. And just like other little moments where he's just singing with other members. Like it sounds so good and I wish we could get more of it. Those karaoke videos, they changed they everything. Do. Which I mean, we did get a meme from that as well with the heartbeat moment. Oh, 100%. In my heart to beat too. And you just see how hardworking and passionate he is as a member of Stray Kids, a rapper and a producer within the group. And just kind of like listing a few songs that he's helped with. The song 
song if is very much about like anxiety being anxious and thinking about the what ifs and then sorry i love you which is i'm pretty sure this is my favorite straight kids song that is very hard for me to choose but like this song I, it, I just constantly go to and i love the sound of it's basically about like not being able to confess love and just it'll like ruin the relationship this song makes me need to touch grass you watch the <laughs> video and you hear the lyrics you're like okay yeah we're entering delusional territory but mm -hmm. i love this song and that's a good one for like if you want to hear vocals from him with like kind of a bit of a rap behind it it's very much a sing rap if that makes sense and the song x is about like just like regretting someone is gone like i search for you in our broken memories which is just like a nice that's little a line. line yeah yes and then Cypher is about like breaking free of shackles, showing after all he's been through, nothing can knock him down anymore. And that's very, another song that I would feel is very like fitting for him. And then the song Streetlight could sob. The song's about being weak, which kind of contradicts the whole other members relying on him. But in the song, it's like just him wanting to be a force for others. And I really love the wording there. Like being a force for someone else just sounds very nice. Just sounds like more, I don't know, personal and Meaningful. like strong. Yeah. yeah. And other lines from the song is like just how he can't be a reason that they lose strength. And he doesn't have the courage to make you can count on me the other way around. So he doesn't want the other members to be able to really say that to him. Like he wants to be the one that they can rely on. He doesn't want to have to rely on them. Like he wants to be that force and then one of the like lines that makes me want to sob is i need someone before i collapse ask me again if i'm okay anyone please Aww. so i just makes me sob mm -hmm. but overall i just think he's an idol standard again, i agree very yeah. biased here but he is like just genuinely one of the best personalities i've seen among idols super genuine human being and i just i firmly believe that all the like wholesome funny endearing and like contagious attributes about him that we see as fans is exactly like who he is so why would i not alt i think we make some pretty convincing cases but basically we are saying that these people are our second ults but if you are a only one ult per person then you can use the term borderline ult if you'd like oh we'll settle for that we'll i guess <laughs> kind of wraps up our borderline ult episode honestly we just wanted another excuse to talk about more idols that we absolutely love and i'm mm -hmm. very happy with it you'll be hearing more about these two in the future don't yep. you worry now our song of the moment is scream by sf9 and you don't need a reason for that yeah it's just a big <laughs> yes like go 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 listen go listen we stumbled i mean we've known who sf9 are yeah. right but the other day we just pit dived like fully yeah i don't even know why i don't know what happened i mean i was very like heavy like chinny brain right at that moment and so i was like we need to watch more yeah and then we watched it and we put the lyrics on and then all of a sudden three hours later we were so <laughs> deep into sf9 i like don't know what happened really uh but scream by sf9 it's a really really good song and sf9 is fantastic in general stay tuned for episodes coming up about them because that is definitely going to happen now, as always, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at The Luna Pod, and on Instagram at The Luna Podcast for up-to-date information on episode releases and behind-the-scenes fun. We post all sorts of content, so definitely make sure to follow us and check that out. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. Hello, Chenbin. I love
love him too. He makes me it. smile like an idiot. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, <laughs> like, no, I feel like the obsession with these borderline ults, I cannot explain. Like, th- that is another. I know, ult. it's an it's issue. An, it is. I know we're not the only ones. No, for real. And like, I still can't get myself to dethrone our ults. No, that's That illegal. feels wrong. That I, yeah, that's not allowed. But like, there's something here. Yeah. 